Uh, hi, Dr. Anil Kedhar. Uh, this is Nadia from zenonco.io, and we at zenonco.io are we have such a great honor to have you here today on today's knowledge sharing session. To introduce zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer, we guide cancer patients in their treatment journey with an integrative oncological treatment approach. And today's session is going to be all about spreading that awareness and educating cancer patients all around. Doctor, let me take this opportunity to introduce you. Dr. Anil Kedar is a bone marrow transplant physician and presently works at medical and presently a medical director and director and a director of bone marrow transplant services at BMC CHRC Jaipur. He has over 28 years of experience in this field and his areas of specialization include bone marrow transplant in malignant disorders with extensive treating and training of so many patients with solid hematological malignancies. Doctor has also head, was also the head of oncology division in the Army Hospital. Doctor, we are so glad to have you with us today as our speaker for today's knowledge sharing session. Being one of the pioneers who created the technique of autologous transplant in India, could you kindly share your knowledgeable insights on the topic, sir? Yeah, basically, uh, I started my uh, journey of uh, cancer treatment way back in 1990 when I started uh, my career at Tata Memorial Hospital, Mumbai. So that was the time when I was given the opportunity of uh, starting bone marrow transplant unit at Tata Memorial Hospital, Mumbai. And uh, we had a lady from uh, Srinagar, Kashmir. She was a case of multiple myeloma. And uh, she was uh, very sick that time. And uh, somehow we treated her and we made her mobile. And subsequently, as a life-saving uh, procedure, we did uh, autologous transplantation on multiple myeloma in that particular lady. Later on, uh, we came to know that probably it was the first autologous transplantation of multiple myeloma in India. And I was the part of that team. So I'm very glad uh, even today I share this uh, knowledge and information to my audience that uh, I performed uh, the first autologous transplantation of multiple myeloma. So that's what I can share about that particular patient. And that patient, Mrs. Call, I remember her name. She survived for 17 years after that. Uh, wow. And uh, her husband is... I, touch with her husband she is set, uh, he is settled in jammu right doctor could you talk to us more about the procedure as well doctor how the procedure is taken place see those days uh, procedure was little difficult because the facility for stem cell mobilization was not there so we took the patient to operation theater and uh, took out uh, the bone marrow from her hip bone. And I still remember that um, her marrow was so uh, diluted and uh, to some extent damaged by radiotherapy that we could not get uh, enough, enough uh, stem cells from her uh, 
hip bone. Then we took it, took from tibia, that is leg bone, and some of the some of my colleagues took it, took it from the uh, chest bone also. And then uh, we shifted this patient. She was under general anesthesia, and we shifted this patient back to the bone marrow transplant unit. And after that, next day, I we transplanted this patient with autologous uh, bone marrow. And I still remember that uh, she had a lot of problems post-transplantation because her disease was very advanced. But um, on 15th day of bone marrow transplantation, uh, she recovered. And during this period, she had uh, infection. She had ulcers in the oral cavity, uh, that is in the mouth. And she had loose motions, all sorts of problems. She could not eat properly. We have to give her uh, this, uh, intravenous uh, uh, nutrition, but somehow we could uh, manage her and she came out and then survived for 17 years. That's, I feel that was a great, a great achievement because when she was, uh, she came to Mumbai from uh, Kashmir, I'm also a Kashmiri, and when she came to us from Kashmir, um, her children were small, they were studying in 10th, 11th classes, and uh, she had a daughter also. She was worried uh, that how um, uh, they will manage, but uh, 17 years gave her enough time to settle the children. So I'm glad about this. Yes, doctor. So uh, moving on to the second question, doctor. When we talk about bone marrow transplants in autologous as well as allogenic types, how would you elaborate for us on this? Yes. Yeah. Autologous transplant is taking the stem cells from uh, the patient itself. The, earlier we used to call it bone marrow, but now we call it stem cells. We take it from the patient uh, itself. But the allogenic transplantation, uh, we have to have a donor. Somebody else has donate for you, like kidney, like liver. Somebody has to donate. And uh, this uh, donation, um, uh, for this donation, the donor should match the recipient. Uh, for allogenic transplantation, we require a donor. But for autologous transplantation, the patient himself is a donor. Right, doctor. So that is the main difference between both the procedures, right? Yes, doctor. Uh, moving on to malignant disorders, doctor. In your experience, what are the different malignant disorders that you have dealt with? Bone marrow transplantation uh, yeah. is basically done uh, for benign disorders and malignant disorders. So benign disorders where uh, bone marrow transplantation is done, one is aplastic anemia, where the bone marrow does not function at all. Second is uh, sickle cell uh, disease or sickle cell anemia. Third is thalassemia, very common in our country. So these are the three, four disorders where uh, bone marrow transplantation helps. And uh, malignant disorders, basically leukemias, acute leukemias, some kind of chronic leukemias, lymphomas, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Hodgkin's lymphoma, and um, in fact. Uh, uh, multiple myeloma, these and sometimes uh, in children the solid tumors, 
some of the solid tumors where uh, bone marrow transplantation is uh, indicated. So basically, broadly, we can say the hematolymphoid malignancy. That means the liquid cancers, solid cancers and liquid cancers. Basically, bone marrow transplantation is effective in liquid cancers and uh, some of the solid tumors in child. Dr. Coming to acute promyelocytic leukemia and its survival rate, how would you elaborate? Yes, doctor. Yes, doctor. See, acute promyelocytic once upon a time used to be very, very deadly condition. I remember when I joined Tata Memorial Hospital, nine of the ten patients used to die because there was no medicine for that. Right. Then we get got into the research and we said we found that a drug called all transretinoic acid, which is known as ATRA. We started using this ATRA. ATRA is basically a differentiating agent. And we found the results were excellent. I still remember I did a study of 20, 20 patients in two years in Tata Memorial Hospital, Mumbai. And my 17 patients survived. And since then, a lot of research has taken place. And now it is called as a curable cancer. 90 out of 100 people will survive. The reason is why it is so successful is because this disease is basically because of, of a genetic chromosomal problem. There is 15 and 17 chromosome in our body. So one of the chromosomes leg breaks and gets transferred to another chromosome. That is 15 gets broken and goes to 17. And this is the, this is the breaking of chromosome which causes problem in the body. So now we have got the medicines which can reverse this process of breaking. That means whatever is broken and transferred to another chromosome can be, can be brought back to the original chromosome and the disease gets cured. So that is a wonderful uh, example of curable cancer in the world, in fact. And uh, I must say that we started this project of ETRA. We used to call it ETRA. That is, ETRA is the name of medicine. And um, this project got successful. And then all over the India, these protocols started. And now we have reached a stage when this disease has become curable. Right, doctor. That is our intention, to make sure every patient is cured. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, talking about solid hematological malignancies, how would you elaborate for us on and explain for us on solid hematological mal malignancies, sir? See, solid, I can say these are basically lymph gland cancer. There are glands in our body. They get, they get enlarged and cause cancer. So, basically, they are... Um, Hodgkin's lymphomas, non-Hodgkin's lymphomas, in elderly people, chronic lymphocytic leukemias. So they are actually not the problem in the blood. There is no problem in the blood, but the problem in the lymph gland. And these glands get enlarged 
and subsequently they spread to various parts of the body like liver, lung and sometimes they go to the brain also and cause problems. But luckily these days we have got cure for this kind of cancer also. And a lot of new medicines have come up. And some of these uh, lymphomas patients, they also do require transplantation subsequently at some stage of the disease. Right, doctor. Right. Um, you were talking about solid malignancies in children. Uh, could you uh, uh, enlighten us on that, doctor? Yeah, they are basically um, rhabdomyosarcomas, living sarcomas, Wilms tumor. They are the solid malignancy, neuroblastomas. These are the solid tumors in the children and some of them will require bone marrow transplantation. Like neuroblastomas. One of the, uh, one of my patients who was five years old child that time, that was that time I was in Pune. I did his bone marrow transplantation that was in the year of 1999. And that, that was the first autologous bone marrow transplantation in armed forces. And that child survived. So similarly, I had uh, three years back, I had one patient who had come to me from Russia. He was a six years old boy. He had, a, he had Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I did his autologous bone marrow transplantation and he also survived. So these are the examples the examples which give us a lot of uh, encouragement. Definitely, doctor. Definitely. I mean, as a purpose, as for a doctor, you are so enlightened to see the result of a patient surviving and the treatment taking place and the best outcome being given, right? Certainly. Yes. And in your experience as uh, in being a part of... Um, the armed forces. Uh, would you could you tell us an experience that was really challenging for you that really challenged you as a doctor? See, my only challenge has been the bureaucracy. Now it's a very very interesting thing which I am telling to you because when I went back to armed forces from Tata Memorial Hospital, Mumbai. They refused to believe me that I could do bone marrow transplants. It took me seven years to convince them that there is something called bone marrow transplantation. Because every time I used to talk about bone marrow transplantation, they used to tell me, no, 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 we cannot do it because there are a lot of ethical issues. But in bone marrow transplantation, there's no clearance required like in kidney transplantation and liver transplant. You know that there is no ethical committee or ethical clearance required for these transplantations because it is a transplantation, but we are not taking out any organ out of the body. Similarly, wherever I moved out of after that, it is very difficult to conv convince the authorities that we can perform bone marrow transplantation. Last time when I was in uh, TMH Jamshedpur, 
I established a bone marrow transplant unit there. I did bone marrow transplants there. But then subsequently, they closed down the unit saying COVID is there. Mm. So I, I told them that, okay, COVID is there, but that does not mean that we should stop treatment of patients. So that is the bureaucracy. That means you have to convince your bosses that you can do transplant and transplant is useful. But once it starts, then probably uh, the life becomes easy. Yes, doctor. Also talking about the ethical issues that you were saying, what are these ethical issues that you had yeah. stated? See, there are no ethical issues in bone marrow transplantation. Right now, you don't have to take any clearance from anybody. Like kidney transplantation, liver transplantation, you have to... A team of experts come and they will, they will recognize your center. Right? Yes. Inspection yes. happens. Yes. But in kidney transplantation, bone marrow transplantation, such kind of things is not required. But uh, I can foresee now in future, next five years, this kind of a thing will also come in bone marrow transplantation. So I, I can foresee that uh, sometimes we may have to seek permission or some kind of a established standards in bone marrow transplantation. Right. It takes a lot, doctor. It takes a lot to actually reach this level. Doctors like you with your inspiring work have reached, made, made bone marrow transplantation reach the level it is today and saved so many patients on the way, definitely. Yeah, that's right. You have, you no. have yourself told me that, you know, you, it took them seven years to convince. So... Yeah, I still remember that was in 94, there was a girl, in, I was in Calcutta that time. There's a place called Barakpur, which is about say 70 kilometers from Calcutta. A young girl came, 15 years old girl came and she was bleeding. She required bone marrow transplantation. I told my bosses, they asked me what, what would be the cost. I said three lakhs of rupees, only three lakhs of rupees. Those days it was quite a bit. They just scolded me. And that girl died after seven days. So these are the examples which is still fresh in my mind. Right, doctor. Right. Definitely. We are trying to get the patient's survival rate at its highest. Right? And I think in new, newer times, yes. that is that has been happening over the years. Your you doctors are able to convince the bosses at getting better at this. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Definitely, doctor. Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you so much for taking the time out. I know the internet is an issue mm. and uh, you still stood with me and you had the talk with me. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to benefit from this talk, doctor. Thank you so much for taking the time on behalf of zenonco.io and Love Heals Cancer. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart, sir.